Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Welcome to another edition. Bills football, NFL football, drafters around the corner, hypotheticals, everything is a go in the NFL right now. Speculation is rampant right now. People are getting in their feelings. People are battling and arguing. Fellas, ladies, there's no sense in getting in your feelings when it comes to the NFL draft. I'm sorry. I got to keep it real. <laughs> You're getting yourself upset for no reason. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. And I probably share the sentiments of a lot of folks. We don't know. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We can act like we do. We can take our educated guesses, but it's a crapshoot. I mean, we can go back to drafts that throw things off, and you're like, okay, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what? Let's just let's just see what Brandon Bean's got up his sleeve. But anyway, we'll get into all of that in just a second. Uh, shout out to the chat that's in the chat right now. Shout out to those tuning in from Facebook. Shout out to those tuning in from from. The gram, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody tuned in from all social platforms. I've come to shoot it and chop it up with your boy. And I, it's much appreciated. While you guys are in here, do me a favor, smash that like. And uh, let's get the algorithms. Let's bust out the algorithms. Let's, let's, let's F it up and get this thing shared all over the place. Uh, we are going to touch on a couple things today, man. We're going to touch on, are these bills the best in the league? when it comes to looking at the roster. But more specifically, do we have the best four playmakers? We have some stiff competition because there are some good teams out there, especially in the AFC. We've got some solid playmakers all around the league. But I feel that the Bills are just up there. And by the way, shout out to my father-in-law. Salute to you, Craigers. I see you. I see you, friend. 
showing some love. He's a Maple Leafs fan. Got to give. All right, listen, I, I, one of these days, man, we're going, Craig. We're going to fly out to Toronto. We're going to watch. We're going to watch a game. <laughs> we'll do it up. You get to pick who we who who the who the Leafs will go up against. Maybe the Sabers. That'll make it. That'll be. That'll make it more interesting. Anyway, back to your regular schedule program. What is it about this Bills team that stands stands amongst the stands, stands amongst the best teams? And I'm gonna tell you something, man. Looking at looking at my notes and looking at the the top teams that I feel like have the the best foursome, right? Fearsome foursome, if you will. The Bills are definitely up there. The Bills are 100% definitely up there. But we've got competition. So I'm gonna start it off with the Rams. The Rams, I mean, shoot, they just won the damn Super Bowl. They're they're living life. You know what I'm saying? And what in the last 10 years, the last five years, they've been to the Super Bowl twice. Is it five years? Give or take. So they were destined to be back at one point, and they did it. They they tweaked the roster, they added some key pieces, most notably Matthew Stafford. And Matthew Stafford had a big monster year for these guys. So let's go through it, man. To me, the monster, the 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 fearsome force we have on this team, it's clear. It's Matthew Stafford. You got Jalen Ramsey. You got Cooper Cup, which is a nasty receiver. And you got Aaron Donald. I mean, you you can't you you got defense you got defensive playmakers on one side, you got offensive playmakers on the other. I mean, that you that's that's probably the one of the top fearsome foursomes in the game. I don't know how, how else to put it for y'all. You can't go wrong with that. Let's start with Matthew Stafford, man. Stafford had a freaking monster year. You got you got you got to give, give credit to Matthew Stafford. 4,800 yards passing. You know what I'm saying? In the league that this is a, a passing league, I think we all, we all are very clear and we all know that. 4,800 yards passing. He had 41 touchdown passes through 17 picks. He had, a, he had a rating of 102. Good for Stafford, man. I mean, we all knew he could sling the rock. We've always known Matthew Stafford can, can sling the rock. We've always known Matthew Stafford was a tough son of a bee. I mean, you guys remember that, that clip where he got absolutely demolished. I don't know who it was, but he got killed, right? Well, most quarterbacks, most humans would say, "Time out, <laughs> bring the stretcher, because I'm done." My man's went to the sideline. He's wincing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they did to him. He got right back in. Leads his team down for a freaking game winner. I believe it was a game winner. Tough son of a b. Matthew Stafford. That's a star on that team. We've always known it, and he proved it. Proved it with this, just that. And you know what? Him and his wife are, are very good people as well outside of the football field. So, shout out to the Rams with Matthew Stafford, but I it can't we can't stop there. We can't stop there. Then you got then you got to bring in his boys. Right? And most notably, one of the one of the better players in the game, one of the better players on the team, and that's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had a monster year. You can't even take away from Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had a monster year and Deservedly so, right? 
what did he have? Like over 18. I'm just going to pull up the stats here. He had over 1,800 receiving yards, to my knowledge. Let me just pull that up so we can see it. Yeah, Cooper Cup had a nasty year. My goodness. I'm looking at the numbers right now. Holy jumpings. Cooper Cup, 145 receptions, 1,947 yards, 16 touchdown receptions, and he averaged 13 yards a catch. So he was number one in receiving, number one in reception, receiving yards, number one in touchdowns, and he was what? 13, it was 30, he's 33rd when it comes to average yards per catch. But he had a disgusting year. Disgusting year. And folks, He's young, man. I mean, he's young. He's, what, 28? And these receivers are playing a lot longer. He's got at least another five to seven years in this game. (laughs) Good on Cooper Cup. So you got Matthew Stafford and you got Cooper Cup. I mean, you there's no there's no other way to put it like that's that's a that's that is a double team that. That's a that's pretty nasty, man. If you had if you had Cooper Cup in fantasy. You better pick his ass up again next year. That's a damn, that's for a damn sure. And Matthew Stafford was a sneaky pick this year. So if you had Matthew Stafford, he had a monster year for you. So Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford, yo, that's a combination that is nasty. But I can't stop there. Then you have Aaron Donald and you got Jalen Ramsey. We already know Jalen Ramsey's shut down corner. He, He shuts it down. He's physical, lengthy. It's very difficult to make plays on that man. Very difficult. Can't say it. Can't say it hasn't been done. Because you're yours truly, Stefan Diggs, turned him around the last time the Rams played the Bills. Turned him around. Made him do the hokey pokey. But I'm going to tell you this, though. Cooper Cup, my God, he's nasty. He is nasty. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go. And so the Rams have a nice, a nice foursome team, a fearsome foursome. You've got your Bills, excuse me, you've got your Cooper Cup, you've got Jalen Ramsey, you got Aaron Donald, and you got Matthew Stafford. I mean, I can't help. I can't help but but look at this team and say, you know what, that's a that's a pretty nasty foursome group. You can't go wrong with that. They got a nice little coaching. Coaching staff is nice. I mean, don't mind the picks with, you know what I'm saying, Von Miller in there, because that's going to change the game. But you got Jalen Ramsey, you got Aaron Donald there, Cooper Cup. Got a nasty coach. We don't know what they're gonna do with OBJ, but he's chances are he's gonna be back. And I didn't even we didn't have to even put OBJ in there. That's a nasty crew. Now speaking of nasty crews, I mean, I, I, I how how could I not how could I not let you guys know how nasty the Bills are? We have ourselves a nasty crew, a nasty crew ourselves. Josh Allen is a top dog. He is what we call, if you guys watch Netflix and you guys are watching Top Boy, he's the top boy. Josh Allen is a top boy. Ain't nobody ain't nobody doing it like Josh Allen's right now. And he is the most popular. He's, he's one of the most popular cats in the game. How could you take away from that? The dude is nice like that. That is Josh Allen. Then you got the newly paid Stefan Diggs. How could you go wrong with that? And Stefan Diggs is a beast in himself. And we already know, we already know that. We already know that. Then you got Trey White, all pro corner Trey White. And then you got a future Hall of Famer, Yvonne Miller. 
Fellas, could this be the fearsome foursome that most teams should fear? Could, be, could this be that fearsome foursome that most teams could fear? You got Josh Allen that had a monster year. You got Stefan Diggs. Didn't have the year he had prior, but still had a disgusting with over 100 receptions. Then you got the newly, freshly, new uniformed Von Miller. And then you got an all-pro corner in Trey White. Shut down corner Trey White. I mean, what, what can we say? Josh Allen. Let's start with Josh Allen. 4,400 yards last year. 4,400 yards passing. Had him ranked eighth in the game. 36 touchdown passing, ranked seventh. 15 interceptions. And he had a QBR of 60, which gave him a, a top 10. He's ranked sixth in the game. Fellas. And that's only passing. <laughs> that's the crazy thing. That's only passing. We haven't seen this dual threat. And when I say dual threat, and there's no disrespect to a whole lot of quarterbacks that's been in the game, but a dual threat as big as this boy and as efficient throwing the ball, you, you literally fear him. You fear two. There's two cats that stand out to me that you fear. That's Lamar Jackson. You, you fear that man. And you fear Josh Allen. Those two boys are nasty with it. You, you literally are holding your breath for both. But Josh Allen, boy, as efficient as they come, man, he, he is a baller. He is a baller. And I don't, I don't think there's anybody that can talk any shit. So when you're looking at this, this fearsome foursome that we have, I can't help but let y'all know that we got some gear dropping right now. And y'all need to represent that ASAP. Josh, Stefan, Tredavious, Vaughn. Fearsome foursome right here. And when you when people see you rocking this shirt, they know exactly what it what they know exactly what time it is. There's no better four right here. Josh, Stefan, Tredavious, and Vaughn. Don't even listen. Don't even, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Go ahead to the BF fan shop right now and cop your tees. It's going down right now with Stefan Diggs doing the damn thing. Josh Allen doing the damn thing. Tredavious White is coming back. And then we top it off with the icing on top with Von Miller. Don't play with us. Ladies and gentlemen, don't play with us. We're not, we're not here. We're not here. We're not here for that, man. These bills got a nasty foursome, man. We got a nasty foursome. It sounds like it sounds weird that I say a foursome. We'll call it the fearsome foursome or the big four. The big four. You feel what I'm saying? So to me, watch out. Watch out for these bills, man. And we're only, and we didn't even hit the draft yet. We didn't even hit the draft yet. And there's ways that we can improve this team, man, that a lot of teams are going to be like, yo, watch out for these damn bills. And I'm not even trying to be a homer with it. But that's a nasty four right there. But there's some there's some other teams out there that's really doing it. But I got to talk about my squad because that's a, that's the team that I cover, right? So then you go to Stefan Diggs. We already know what time it is with Stefan Diggs. It's go time. He's one of the biggest leaders in the game, biggest leaders on our team. He motivates the heck out of these guys, and it's and it's indicative of the deal that he got this year. They trusted that man. To come in and do the damn thing. Just this last season, 100, 103 receptions, tied for ninth in the game. 1,225 yards, eighth in the game. 
He had 10 touchdowns, tied for sixth. And he was getting 11. He was getting 12 yards, 12 yards a catch. Fam. That's our receiver, man. That's receiver one. Receiver one. Now, I understand some people are like, yo, you, you want to add to that. I mean, shit, we got Gabe Davis on the other side. Now we got to add to that. We got Jamison Crowder on the other side. We can continue to add to that. I know some people are really big on us bringing in a receiver in the draft. Trust me. I wouldn't be mad at it. I would not be mad at it. Do I, do I see other needs? Do I see other wants? I put it as a want. Do I see other wants? Because we don't have many needs on this team. I want something else uh, rather than a receiver, but I would not be mad if they just add to the receiving room. Boy, oh boy, would that be nasty with Stephon Diggs. Anything you add with Stephon Diggs is nasty. But do we have to draft it in the first round? I'm just saying. Because the very guy that I'm talking about right now is Stephon Diggs. Oh, he wasn't a first-round draft pick. You know, he wasn't a second draft pick. Nor was your third, nor was your fourth. That's a fifth-round draft pick right there. A lot of folks talk about, oh, we got to grab a receiver. Do we, though? Do we? Do we? We talk about running back being, you know what I mean, a dime a dozen. Well, I would make an argument the receiver is a dime a dozen. And I'm probably not the only one that feels that way. But I digress. Because I just had to get my bag right there. But Stefan Diggs is a nasty, nasty man. And then we then we have Von Miller on the squad. And that's the icing on the cake because Von Miller was a big difference maker when he was with the Rams. The Rams knew what they were doing. They brought that man in knowing full well that he was going to tie things together. And, did, and that he did. He's got another ring. He's got another ring. So I'm going to tell you this, man. You add a Von Miller to this squad, boy, oh boy, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see what happens this off this this season because we're gonna be facing a very tough AFC squad, a very tough AFC squad. So we've got to be we've got to be all in, we've got to be aggressive, and we cannot we cannot allow any slippage. We can't. We can't. And I love this comment, by the way. Breeze Hall incoming. Ooh, we we gonna talk about that in just a little bit. We gonna talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Breeze Hall has entered the chat. You damn right he has, and he ain't leaving. Ferocious four. Ooh, I like that man. And by the way, shout out shout out to uh, Fire Bosses. I love that sweater. I love it too. I love it too. But yo, Ronald, I appreciate that man. The Ferocious four. Shoot. Well, we got ourselves a Ferocious four, but. We have competition. We have competition. Because there's one ferocious four that I'm I'm kind of shook of this ferocious four. I'm not going to lie. These damn charges? <laughs> Yo, it's a problem. It is going to be a problem with these freaking chargers, man. Keenan Allen. That boy is a problem already. You know what I'm saying? Bosa. That boy is gonna be a problem already. Listen, man, that that this is and this is just the defense. This is just the defense. They got JC Jackson over there. I didn't even jump onto the offense. The Chargers, ladies and gentlemen, problem. Problem. And then you you're gonna bring on Mac, Khalil Mack over there just to freaking piss people off even more. Yo, these Chargers. 
yo, that the AFC West. When you look, look at you got Davis, you got Mac, you got JC Jackson, you got Bosa, bro, and, and then even hit the draft chip. And I've already seen them be, them slotting some more defensive players that way. My goodness, folks, these Chargers are no joke. Now they underperformed last year. They had their way. If they made it to the playoffs, man, they could have made some damage. They really could have made some damage. But they let these guys off the hook. Actually, they let themselves off the hook. <laughs> All y'all had to do was just tie the damn game with the damn Raiders. But y'all had to, you know what I mean, put on a show and try to win. No, man, just, hey, you good with a tie? Are you good with tie? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Let's just chill out. Yeah, the league's going to hate us. But guess what? They won't even care in two weeks' time. They won't, even, they won't even be talking about that. And the worst part is they allowed the Steelers to get into the damn freaking playoffs. And what a waste. What a waste of a game. If you're a Steelers fan watching this, you knew damn well. When y'all got into the playoffs, it was, it was a joke. You had Big Ben with a damn cane slash walker slash wheelchair walking out there. Come on, fam. What a dis- what a dis- I was disappointed. Highly disappointed. When the when the freaking Chargers and Raiders screwed that up, and then shame on them too. You guys allowed that mess to happen. <laughs> Y'all allowed that mess to happen. But anyways, back to the Chargers though. These Chargers, and that was only on the defensive side of the ball. Here comes young Justin Herbert, twenty four years of age. Boy, is he gonna get the bag? He is going to get paid, dude. He's gonna get paid. Dolphins fans, y'all gotta be mad. Y'all should be mad. And and Kevin, shame on you, Kevin. You literally said you did not want Justin Herbert. You did not want him. No, I don't want anything to do with him. Well, Justin Herbert is one of the best young quarterbacks in this freaking game. It goes to show you that we don't know anything. No disrespect to my guy, Kevin. Not at all. That's my guy. That's my homie. But we don't know shit. We don't. We sit here and we say, we don't, we don't, we don't want this, Right? We don't want Brees Hall. He's too high. All of a sudden, Brees Hall's a freaking Hall of Fame running back. But we could have had him. <laughs> but we we grabbed a freaking corner or whatever the case is. Right? Miami's sick to their stomach. Miami's sick to their stomach that they grabbed Igbenaga, whatever that dude's name is, when they could have had Jonathan Taylor. Could have. Could have, should have, would have. If, if, if I'm getting it right. Igbenaga, come on, fam. If you were to ask Dolphins fans, yo, you, you, you good with that pick? They'd be like, oh, God, I wish I picked something else. Because we made Igbenaga be, or whatever, Igba, whatever his name is, when we played the Dolphins and we turned that dude inside out. You ever have those, that sweater that's on the inside? It's just so itchy. And you're like, yo, screw it, man. I'm taking that shit off. That's Ig, Iggy. Iggy was that sweater. You're like, yo, man, I got to turn that shit inside out, man, because that shit is annoying. You know what? Let me just take that shit off completely. Shame on the Dolphins. Shame on Kevin. Y'all missed out on Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert for 5,000 yards last year. 5,000 yards. Fam, 24 years of age. He threw for 5,000 yards. Third, 38 touchdown passes, which gave him third. He was second in the league, I think, behind Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady had like 5,300 yards. So Justin Herbert, 5,000 yards throwing. Third in touchdowns. 15 interceptions. Same with tied with uh, Josh Allen with 15 picks. And he was, uh, he was third in the league with 65.6 QBR. 
the league is in good hands, folks. So your fearsome foursome, your ferocious foursome, that was just the defensive side that I showed you. So you got Justin Herbert, you got Khalil Mack, you got Keenan Allen, you know what I'm you got Bosa. There's there's your four right there. And I could go on with the Chargers. I'm shook by the Chargers. I don't care what anybody tells me. Those Chargers are not a joke. Those Chargers are not a joke. But, but, if I'm somebody, if I'm not a Bills fan, and, I listen, and I'm looking at Trey White, and I hear Josh Allen's coming to town, and I see, and I hear Stephon Diggs is coming to town, and Von Miller's coming to town, and then you got a young Greg Russo on the other side coming to town, Jordan Poirier, Micah Hot. Well, you better stop, man. Yo, I, I need I, 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 I needed that because I, I can I can get on and go off and how good the Chargers are gonna be, but shoot, you got the bills. You got the bills. Don't 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 sleep. Don't sleep, man. I mean, I, I ain't, ain't nobody sleeping on the bills. You're wide awake. That's the type of shit that will keep you wide awake. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And I'm not even trying to be a homer, man. This has this is no homer is ism at all. Because when you look around the damn league, when you when you mention the Bills, you're like, damn, we got the Bills coming to town. All right, yo, everybody get your shit together. Everyone get your shit together. This is not a drill. They coming. That's that's what it's gonna be like. And I'm not even trying to pump people up. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really not. You know what I'm saying? But shit, <laughs> y'all better recognize, man. These Bills are not. They are not to be played with. You don't play with these damn Bills, man. I'm telling you right now. But the Chargers, though, yo, give props to the Chargers, man. That's that's going to be a good squad. That is going to be a good squad for a long time. Heather Hathaway's feeling that. <laughs> Heather Hathaway's feeling that. Fireball says, you pump me up, Rico. I ain't trying to pump y'all up, man. I'm just trying to, I'm just speaking facts, man. I'm just speaking facts. I'm speaking the truth. Buffalo Butter says, yo, teams know they will have to play a closer, perfect game to beat us, man. Yo. Like, I'm just telling you, man, these bills are not is it's I'm I'm looking at this team, objectively looking at this team, and I'm like, yo, this is actually a good squad. And if we add the right pieces to this team, because right now, when you when I'm like, when I be real, if we're being real with one another, I tell you, yo, Josh Allen, you're going Stefan Diggs. Shit, you getting hot right now. <laughs> Yo, where's my book at, right? I say Von Miller, Trey White, Jordan Poyer, Devin Sigal. But I say Stefan Diggs, Brees Hall. Oh, shit. <laughs> you feel me? Roger McCreary. Whoa, 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 what's happening? Yo, slow down, fam. I'm telling you right now, man, we could really, this team could be fire. You know what I'm saying? It could be, I'm telling you right now, we're just going to wait for our dude, you know what I'm saying? We're going to wait for our dude, Mr. Bean, to, to handle business. I forgot to say, Gabe Davis? Yo, I'm getting hot right now. Yo, for real. That's a Knox, oh shit. Yo, you get... Fam, that's a fire team, man. That's a fire team, man. I'm getting excited right now. I didn't, I wasn't trying to get myself excited, but I'm getting excited right now. I'm getting excited for real. But, we got competition. We got competition. Because that Chargers team is legit. Justin Herbert ain't no, ain't no freaking joke. Keenan Allen ain't no damn joke. 
<laughs> Amy Wagner. <laughs> yo, Amy, hilarious. Amy's like, yo, Rico, Rico, preach it, man. Where's Rev at? <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. Thank you, Rico. Hey, man, you guys already know how I do. But for real, though, <laughs> this ain't no freaking joke, man. Y'all freaking better recognize. I didn't, even, I didn't even mention Milano. I didn't even mention Milano because a lot of regular fans may not know who Milano is. They may not. They may not. I'm just saying he's not a big, huge name out there, but he will be. He will be. I'm going to tell you that right now. I didn't even mention Tremaine Edmonds because it's such a controversy to mention Tremaine Edmonds because you got people that are really high on Tremaine Edmonds and you have people that are like, yo, get rid of this guy. I'm in the middle. I mess with him. Now, Chargers are nice. I can't stop there, though. I can't stop there because now you got the Bengals. And if, if, you're, if you're really looking at the NFL and you're looking at teams that are up and coming, teams that are kind of sexy right now, listen, man, these Bengals, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but the Bengals, who they? I'm telling you right now, man, in the words, in the words of my, <laughs> in the words of my friend, my good buddy, Z-Bot, Hootie, who the heck is Hootie? He didn't know he, they were talking about who they. Hootie and the Blowfish, who, what? <laughs> I'll give him, I'll give him that because he young, he a young buck. You know, he don't know that, but it's Hootie. But damn, these Bengals though, these Bengals are not a joke. They're, they're not to be played with. They are not to be played with. And I'm not going to sit here and let anybody slander these damn Bengals because they're legit a solid team. They're legit a solid team. And if anybody can sit here and tell you, nah, you tripping. No, you're tripping. Because this team is, is the real deal. This team is the real deal. And nobody can tell me any different. And starting, starting with your damn quarterback, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, though? Joe Burrow has got the league shook right now. He really does. He's got the league shook because he comes off a freaking torn, blown knee. And he comes back and he's killing the game right now. He's got everybody kind of like, yo, like, who is this guy? Like, what's going on? How, how did he get to where he's at? Like, how is he killing the game the way he is? It's a good story. It's, it, I wouldn't call it a sense. It, it's a, you can't sleep on the Bengals. Thank you, Bobby Ray. You cannot sleep on Cincy anymore. Cincy is that AFC North is already a gauntlet of a freaking division. Number one. And you sitting here going to sleep on them. You cannot folks. I'm going to tell you right now. That's not a team you want to play with. You can't. And Joe, and it starts with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, 4,600 yards passing. 34 touchdown passes, 14 interceptions, and had a, had a rating of 108. They got a run game, folks. Joe Mixon, and I, listen, Joe Mixon has been, the, the, he is consistent, can catch out of the backfield, can run the rock inside and out, and can run away from you. Joe Mixon, 1,200 yards. You mean to tell me that you, you would take Devin Singletary over Joe Mixon? If Joe Mixon was available to you right now. But Devin Singletary is good. I know he's good. He is good. Joe Mixon, you don't just say Joe Mixon is good. You don't. 
You see the difference now? <laughs> Somebody said Joe Mixon's got a hell of a punch. Stop that. <laughs> Stop that nonsense. You catch what I'm saying? I'm going to slowly kind of, I'm going to try to rope you guys back, back in. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking the running back position. I'm just saying, I'm trying to put some respect on the running back position. Y'all don't want to respect, you guys don't want to put respect on it. Well, guess what? Your boy's going to put respect on that damn thing, right? Joe Mixon, 1,200 yards, four yards a pop, 13 rushing touchdowns for crying out loud. Jeez. And I didn't get into his receptions. This guy was what, fifth on the list? He's fifth on his team with, with on the reception. He had 314 yards receiving. And he, he added what? Another what? How many touchdowns? He had another three touchdowns on the ground, on, in the air. Fellas, don't sleep on the running back game, man. That's one thing that we are, I wouldn't say missing per se. It's not missing, but we definitely need to upgrade to make this team nastier than it is right now because these Bengals are a good squad. And I didn't even get into the, the, the litany of receivers they have. Jamar Chase. You already know about Jamar Chase. Then you got T. Higgins. Then you got Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, excuse me. That's a good team, man. And they're only going to improve that O-line. Now, if you guys didn't catch Rev, my man Rev's show this uh, on Monday. Excuse me, you got me on my days all messed up. If you guys didn't catch his show. And he, he said some stuff to me. I was like, damn, man, like, yo, I, I, it got me thinking. With what Bean is doing and what Bean is putting some emphasis on, he goes and gets a mauler of a guard in Roger Saffold. He gets a mauler of a tackle in Spencer Brown. You already know what that's about. He brings back and pays Ryan Bates eight mil to, to man the other guard position. He went out to try to get a running back from the, from, the, from the commanders. That didn't work out. And that was a dynamic back, a back that can catch out of the backfield. They were pissed that didn't happen. So they go and get Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson's not what they wanted, but they, got to, they had to fill the role. They tried to get that speed and catching out of the ability last year. That didn't work out. Who knows what's happening with Zach Moss? You know they're going for a running back, folks. Stop trying to trying to act like they're not going for one. Like, it's right there in front of you. Then there was rumors that they were even trying to get CMC. Now, I don't know how true those rumors are, but it was out there that they were looking at CMC, even last year. Right? Najee Harris. They were snooping around Najee Harris. They were snooping around Travis Etienne. And you're going to tell me, Nah, man, we gotta wait till uh, we gotta wait till the fourth round. We have a running back, you know. Wait till the fourth round. Stop it! Stop that nonsense right now. <laughs> Who the heck is mentioning Bobby Hart <laughs> in the chat? <laughs> Y'all better stop. <laughs> but I'm gonna just say this, man. These Bengals are are no joke. And I mean, I, I went on a tangent there, but to, just to tell you that that they value the running back position over there. They value. Obviously, the receiving position because they got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. They value that team. They, they value that thing. And I didn't even go on the defensive side of the ball. And what did they value? They value getting after the damn quarterback. Getting after the damn quarterback. Well, they did the damn thing by going after Trey Hendrickson. And Trey Hendrickson had 14 freaking sacks last year. 
right? Sam Hubbard, seven and a half sacks. And that's not even part. And I mean, I, I named a few other pieces on our, on our squad, but the Bengals, man, that's, that's a, that's a team. That's a team to be reckoned with. They got a nice four. They got a nice four. So Joe Burrow, Mixon, T Higgins, Jamar Chase. You know what? Let me take out. Let me take out T Higgins. Right. Trey Hendrickson. I'll give him a defensive star on their squad. That's an impact playmaker. Fam. Cincinnati Bengals, though. Cincinnati Bengals. I know people keep mentioning 13 seconds, 13 seconds. We need to get a cornerback for 13 seconds. I'm sorry, folks. I'm going to break it to you right now. 13 seconds has nothing to do with when we have bad cornerback play. 13 seconds has everything to do with execution. We didn't execute. As simple as that, I'm not going to talk about any more than that. That's it. Execution. That's it. Moving on. Now, there is another squad that's out there that's got a pretty damn good squad. Fearsome foursome. Some might say, eh, I'm not sure about that, but I don't know, man. When you look at these Buccaneers, this Buccaneers team is a pretty damn good team, man. That's a pretty damn good team. Headliner, Tom Brady, obviously. Mr. Brady. That's the, that's the headliner right there. You got Mike Evans. That's killing the game. Always has. He's a model of consistency. Mike Evans. Got to give a shout out to him. Devin White. Big time linebacker. I think he's a phenomenal linebacker, first and foremost. That boy goes sideline to sideline. Nasty with it. These Buccaneers. I know joke. You got Levante David over there too. I could go on. You got playoff Lenny. I know play people want to talk about, oh, I don't know about playoff Lenny. Well, that's a first rounder, boy. That's a first rounder. And he's still doing it. He was the one that propelled that Buccaneers team to a Super Bowl. They rode the coattails on that man. But the, the, the story of that team, the one that leads, that's coming back out of retirement, is dusting off his shoulder pads and says, I'm coming back. Well, that's your boy, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, 44 years of age. <laughs> it baffles me to even mention his age. 44 years of age. I know some guys that are 44 now. It's good shape. You know what I'm saying? And as a mother, 44-year-olds are like, fair. What do you do with your life? And then you look at this freaking guy. Invest like a million dollars into his health and fitness and all that stuff. You got to give him credit. Tom Brady is that dude. And I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. But his social media game is nasty, too. That boy has me rolling and laughing all the time with the stuff that he posts. I'm like, fuck, man. I don't want to like you, man. But I do. I've liked him ever since he left Patriots. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that guy. The minute he put a Patriots jersey on, forget about it. Gilmore went to the Patriots. Don't want him. Mike Gillisley, when he left to go to the Patriots, good riddance. You're not my boy anymore. When 7-Eleven went over there, pfft, you're out of here. I don't got no love for you. The minute you put a freaking Patriots jersey on, yo, you and I are no more. When you leave, it's a different ballgame. Now we can talk. <laughs> you feel me? But Tom Brady, though, 5,300 yards passing, 43 freaking touchdown passes, first in yards, first in touchdowns. He had 12 interceptions, 
And he had a QBR of 68.1, which gave it, which gave him a second place run. Golly, man. Man. Tom, Tommy. It's Tommy Brady for you. And now you got Tommy. You got Josh. You got Pat Mahomes. And you got Aaron Rodgers. It's gonna be, yo, listen, man. I'm no, I'm no, I'm no uh Tiger Woods. I'm no Chi Chi Rodriguez. You feel me? But I can be your bagger Vance. So if you need me, sir, here's my pitch. If you need me to, you know what I'm saying? Grab you the club. Which what club you need? You want the you want the three iron? You what you need? <laughs> I got you, fam. I got you. Just let me be around just so I can hear y'all, y'all conversate. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me hear y'all have conversations. Let me hear y'all chat. I just want to hear what kind of you know me small chatty y'all having. I mean, I even y'all even put the get up on, man. Put the slacks on. You know what I'm saying? Put my little, you know what I'm saying? I'll find myself a little rain hat that has a little Bill's logo on that. We do it up. I'm just saying. Hit your boy up. But Tom Brady's a star, man. And then you got Mike Evans, star. And you got a good damn defense. Led by Devin White and Levante David. Yo, you can't, you can't go wrong with that, man. Good on them. That's a good squad over there. So, in all to, in the, and, I, and when I look at every, everything being played out, at the end of the day, this is the team that I'm looking for. This is the team that I'm excited about. This Bills four. This big four of Josh Allen, Diggs, Trey White, you know what I'm saying? And my man Vaughn. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Now, looking at this team and looking at the draft, it, has me, it, had me, it had me wondering, and this is where you guys come in and help me out here, right? And we've all been speculating on who we're going to bring in for free agency. It all started in free agency, right? Starts in free agency. Oh, man, who can we bring in? Oh, man, it's going to cost this guy this one. Oh, man, that guy's going to cost way too much. Oh, we don't have a chance to get that guy, right? Because that's, that's how I thought. And many of us felt the same way about the acquisition. Listen, if you guys know that if you guys were messing with the BF network and when you guys saw Von Miller's name, how often did you scroll right past Von Miller and say, we can't afford that? Scrolling, <laughs> Right. And for those that I'm not sure what I'm talking about, we have an app called the BF Network. Go ahead and download that. It is for free. It allows you to be the Bills, the sole Bills GM. There's no other team. That is your team. You are Brandon Bean. You are the Amy Wagner of the Buffalo Bills. You're the Jason N. You're the Richard Forbes. Richard, that's a, that's a sick name, by the way, Richard. You're the Richard Forbes of the Buffalo Bills. You're the Dick Forbes. Of the Buffalo Bills. You're the Preston Bigelow of the Buffalo Bills, and you decide what you're gonna do. BF Network, go on your app, Android, Apple, anything in between. Download that. Now, when you did download that, you saw Von Miller's name. You scrolled right past that. You scrolled it right past. Why? Because ah, we can't afford it. You thought you knew what Brandon Bean was going to do. Well, guess what? Brandon Bean was like, F y'all, watch this. Brings in Von Miller. Brings in Tim Settle. Brings in, brings in, brings in, brings in. Right? So now, here we are. Going to draft. My question to you. What 
is on Brandon Bean's mind. Is he going to be aggressive? Does he keep the fastball? Does he keep his aggressiveness? Right? Or is he going to be thinking long-term? Let me, let me just chill. Let me just think long-term in this thing. Maybe I might get some more depth, right? I'm going to get a starter eventually. But I'm gonna, I need depth. I need an old line. I need a guard. I don't know what's happening with Roger Saffold. And right, and this is what this what brings me back to my man Rev, because Rev was talking about protecting Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? And how do you protect Josh Allen? You put pieces around him, you put pieces to protect him, and you put pieces around him that'll take the burden off of him. Where how do you take the burden off of a guy like Josh Allen? You get him a run game. You get him a line that can not only pass protect, but that will create holes enough where he does not take the burden of getting bashed and hit and thrown to the ground and and mashed up. You feel me? Let the running back take all that. No disrespect and no and no no slight to Devin Singletary, but these drafts are here for a reason. These drafts are where you improve your team. We wouldn't have been snooping around a running back the year prior. We wouldn't have drafted a third round back in Zach Moss, which I, I feel that they were trying to groom for them to get him to take over for Devin Singletary, but Devin Singletary had other plans. Not to date. And Zach Moss was like a, a, a second day guy that got dropped to the third round. And we felt that there was a steal. That's my opinion. So that's, in my opinion, that's why they grabbed him. Like, yo, he, I thought he was going to go in the second round, and he fell to us in the third, grab. So I know they were stooping around and trying to figure something out. So how do you protect your guy? You get yourself a running back. But is that what Bean is thinking? Or is Bean thinking, I got Jameson Crowder for a year. Then I got to make a decision again. Why don't I just get my receiver right in the first round and just call it a day? So is he going to keep that fastball going? Is it, is it going to be an offensive playmaking piece? So here's my thing. With him grabbing a guy like Roger Saffold, with him bringing Ryan Bates back and shoring up that line, and you saw what was capable of happening with Devin Singletary, imagine putting a more explosive back in the backfield in order to exploit what Devin Singletary can't do, right? No slide on Devin Singletary, but he doesn't have that long speed to break away 60 to 80 and go. When you bring him back that can with a line like this that we're going put to put on the field, it only makes sense for Bean to be looking that direction. Whether it be in the first or the second, who knows? But I can't see Bean being passive in the draft. I feel like he's going to keep his foot on the pedal and just go. Like, this is my window. I need to get it now. That's the one way I'm looking at it. That's the one way I'm looking at it. Then I'm like, okay, hold on a second. Let me, let me back it up a little bit. Maybe his aggressiveness was done in free agency. Yo, I went hard in free agency. I went and got my, my starting pieces. I went and got my depth pieces on the line. We know how to affect these quarterbacks, and that's getting a good pass rush, Right. Plug the middle up. Get after the quarterback. Bring him back free agent guys. Like We did that with the defensive line. So maybe in this draft, he's more like, okay, now I can draft for long-term. Maybe I don't need to get that, that one-hit-quick type of, 
type of cat. Maybe I can kind of get myself a nice guard, a Zion Johnson or a Kenyon Green. Who knows in the first? I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying that could be a way he's thinking. Maybe he goes corner. I got Trey White. I love Dane Jackson. So maybe I'll get myself in a corner and, and, and just call it a day because we don't know what Trey White is going to look like coming back from a torn ACL. Not everybody comes back like Adrian Peterson. Not everybody does. They're just, they may not be the same person, especially with a cornerback position where you're constantly in backpedal mode. You're constantly backpedaling and putting strain on your knees and your ankles, right? Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. The minute you want to break on something, you need to, you need to plant and go. You saw what happened to, uh, to Ojabo. I think it's Ojabo. Is that his name? The defensive lineman. Slated to be a part of your first rounder. I mean, top 15 pick potentially. Back, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Blows out his Achilles. Just like that. Happens, right? So will we have Trey White back to the same? Do we, do we attack cornerback just to say, you know what, I don't know what this is going to be like, so we go, or are they waiting to see what Trey White is, is like in a, in a, you know what I'm saying, in a couple, in a, I don't know, maybe they know now. Okay, Doc, where is he at right now? Is he looking good to start the, because he's going to be off six weeks? Is he ready to go maybe week one? Is he ahead of schedule? Okay, cool, so now I don't got to drop the cornerback, cornerback right off the bat. Who knows? I'm just curious to see where McDermott is going, because right now nobody knows where he's going, Right? Is he looking at the linebacker spot? Yo, damn all that. I got Milano. I paid Milano already. Milano's making good money. Am I willing to pay Tremaine Edmonds? Having two linebackers making 14 mil? Can I do that? Or why don't I just go in the draft and get myself a linebacker in the first round? Maybe Devin Lloyd falls to us at 25. Which would that would be sick if it did. You can make a case for a lot of things. Where is Brandon Bean? going with this what's he gonna do that's a whole lot of us asking these questions man and this this cat there's not a lot that leaks he don't let shit leak i bet you his his production meetings he's like hey one of you mother in here drops a single single nugget without me knowing you're done you're done now there's a lot of gamesmanship that happens there's a lot of gamesmanship, and I'm going to play you a clip just to give you guys an idea of the type of games, gamesmanship that happens with these GMs. Shout out to my man, Pierre de Kimpin, coming in with a, with a nice comment here. He comes in and says, hey, would a first-round inside linebacker make sense in the first round, knowing Edmonds is on his last year? De- Boy, Devin Lloyd is as instinctual as they come. Something to consider. Or should we figure out how to extend Edmonds? Well, I kind of spoke on that. And it's funny that you freaking put that. So that pretty much, I mean, the question really is, are you willing to pay him and extend him? Having two linebackers that you're just not quite sure. Do you pay someone that you're not quite sure about? Do you go and purchase something that you're just not quite sure? Nah, I'm going to go buy a car. But what kind of car? I don't know, but I'm buying one. Okay. What do you want in it? Nah, I'm not quite sure. Maybe you should do some more research. <laughs> Just a little bit before you go and make that big old purchase. I'm going to buy a house. I'm done renting. Fine. Great. What kind of house do you want? You trying to get a condo? I don't know. 
I don't know yet. I'm not sure. Two bedroom, three bedroom. You more questions, right? So if you're waiting, if you're willing to spend money on a guy like Tremaine Edmonds, you better be sure. You better be sure that he's that dude, because that's a lot of money, a lot of money invested into one person. So that will be a position to watch, one thousand percent. Here comes Bobby Ray. Devin Lloyd is too slow to play here. But here's the thing. Here's why I, I, I contest that. Sometimes you ain't got to be fast. If you're instinctual, Ray Lewis wasn't fast. You think Ray Lewis was sideline and sideline? Nah, man. He knew what was happening. Instincts. He knew he was in the books. He knew what was happening. He was where he needed to be because he was instinctual. You didn't have to be fast. Be where you need to be. Be nasty. So do you need the speed? No. Darren Lee had a lot of speed. Where's he at? Is he still in the league right now? I didn't think so. So it's not it's not just about the speed too, right? And I'm not even sliding my man, my man uh, Bobby, because, I mean, he knows a lot more of these prospects than I do. That's for damn sure. But that's just, that's just my take when it comes to that. Now, this team altogether... Are we going to have success, some success this year? Absolutely. But what is Brandon Bean going to be up to? This draft is next week. Boy, 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 are we. I mean, I'm excited, and I'm sure you guys are excited as well. Barbara says, yo, we only have two line Bs, though. I mean, shoot, we got some depth pieces, depth pieces, but I mean, are we, are we really about that depth piece? Tyrell Dotson. Did come in favorable. I mean, he he wasn't a bad back. You know what I'm saying? AJ Klein was on the squad. Wasn't a bad back. There you go. Namdi. AJ, AJ Klein came in and, and, and was admirable. He did some good things. So there were some good things done. There were some good things done. We're just going to see where we're going where to play out. Because this number one draft pick is, is crucial. And the, the crucial part is, and I think I've, I've got to remind some folks. We're not a top five pick. We're not a top 10 pick. We're not a top 15 pick. Hell, we're not even a top 20 pick. We're picking at 25. Folks, 25. So a lot of folks are talking about, well, we shouldn't grab this position here because, you know what I mean, we can get that position. We're picking 25th. So we are a team that's got the luxury of having success. So because we have a good team and luckily we have a franchise quarterback in that position, you can pretty much go anywhere. You don't have a glaring need. As if to say, if you were the Jets, the Jets have way bigger and may, may larger glaring needs than we do, right? The Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Giants, right? Those teams got bigger needs than we do. Look at Seattle right now. Seattle's got some big needs, man. We're, we're, we're fortunately not in that position. We are in the position where we can add to our team tweak here and there that's the position that we're in right now you know what i'm saying uh rico is the draft on thursday yeah the draft is on next thursday which is weird because i i was i was expecting it to be on a friday i was going to try to get myself a long weekend so i had to call and be like yo i need to have that thursday out folks and i'll be back on friday i was like what I'm like, and me i don't like use i don't like burning personal days and shit so i'm like I'm going to take that day off. But yeah, it's next Thursday. It goes Thursday, 
Friday, and then Saturday. So that's how they're doing it this year. So, folks, Brandon Bean, aggressive? Will he be aggressive or will he be looking more long-term and more, okay, let me, let me, I went aggressive already in free agency. Let me see where I can kind of build for long-term success in this draft, right? We've got eight picks. I know a lot of folks are like, well, you know what? We have eight picks. We're definitely not going to grab eight picks. We're definitely not going to be grabbing a, a, uh, grabbing, grabbing all eight guys because like not all eight guys are going to freaking make this team. And, and granted, that's a good way of looking at it. But we got 90 guys to put on this damn roster, right? Sometimes if I, if you, if you gave me eight, you gave me the basketball, you gave me eight basketballs, right? And I'm trying to make an analogy with this, with this work, right? I'm going to take all eight shots and, and one of those shots is going to drop for me, maybe two or three, you know what I'm saying? But if you give me four or like you're, you're giving me eight shots, but like, you know what? You got four money balls. Ah, with that money ball, am I actually going to hit on the money balls? You know what I'm saying? I, I'd rather take my eight shots instead of the four, four money balls. I'm like, but I can miss all four, but at least I got four more shots to take. So to me with this draft, use all eight, use all eight. And maybe one of them will, will, will figure something out. We'll figure something out. Maybe one of those eight that we grab, one team really wanted that. They say, yo, I want that guy. I'll trade you. I'll trade you for that guy. If I, I'll give you a seventh round pick next year. If you give me that guy, I don't know. So many things can be played out, but I'm, I'm curious to see where Brandon Bean goes with this. It's going to be interesting. Sean Smith. What up, man? I see you, Sean Smith. It's been a minute, man. We want to show some love. I appreciate you, Sean. That's my, that's my guy right there. That's my guy. That's love, man. Richard Forbes comes in and says, yo, take Friday to Rico. <laughs> Don't it don't look so obvious. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. I might just say, you know what, man? Thursday looked kind of good. I'm gonna take that Friday too. I don't know. Nah, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Yo, stop talking about basketball. Yo, my my heart can't take the fact that the Lakers not in there. I'm actually pissed off. And what makes me more pissed off is LeBron James is here yak, yakity yakking on, on Twitter. Boy, you should be in the freaking playoffs. But you decided to bring freaking Westbrook with your ass. That boy, that boy ruined everything this year, man. You should not have brought that dude here. I'm still upset. Now I'm sitting here watching all these other teams. Good basketball. Just not pleased. But anyway. I'm sitting here excited about this draft. And with that being said, we're going to do one thing before I get out of here. I've been talking for a good, perfect. I wanted to just do an hour and, uh, and get out of here. So. We're going to go on mock draft, and but this mock draft, I'm purposely, purposely going to take Brees Hall in the first, right? But there's a reason, and we're, we're about to talk about it. Give me a second here. Let me, let me queue up, queue up the BF network. You know what I'm saying? Let me refresh that, and then we're going to see what's really good. So as it sets up, I'm going to bring that here so I can kind of enlarge that screen for you guys. Perfect. Can you guys see that perfectly? Yes, you can. Let's go. Here we go. Let's start this bad boy up. Now, all I've done, I've done mock drafts with all the simulators, man. And let me tell you something, man. 
every simulator <laughs> is is like completely off. Every simulator is completely off, man. Guys that are available all the time in one is never available in another. So I was like, okay, so it, it's instead of just using one simulator, I'm like, let me just try them all and see what and see how they play out. So it's very interesting. So just for the sake, because I know I can get, I know I can get uh, Brees Hall in a second. I know I can. Okay, but we know that the draft doesn't play out the way we always wanted to. And if you want to get your guy, you go get your guy. Why would I grab Brees Hall right now? Because we may not be able to get Brees Hall in the second in an, in an actual real draft. Because every other draft that I did, he was gone. You know what I'm saying? This one, he happens to be around every time. Now, the reason I, I took Brees Hall, because I want to see what was available in the second when it comes to corner. That's what I wanted to figure out. Because we, we've got to get used to what is going to be available. And look at that. I have absolutely no problems in grabbing Tariq Woolen in the second. There's my corner. And I said it. We can get a, a corner in the second. Even if we don't grab a corner in the first, we'll get something that plays out well for us. Speed, length, all of that. Third round. Before I do, I want to see if the chat is just losing their shit. <laughs> Ronald Wriggler says, because you're nuts. Was that for me? Sometimes I'm a little nutty. Let's go. <laughs> he says, Brees Hall may not be uh, the number one running back. That, that comes down to who you, how you value them, right? Because some consensus, the consensus is that he is the number one running back in this draft. If anybody was going to go first round, it's it's usually between him and Walker. That's it. And the beautiful thing about the what happened, <laughs> he said, hold up, what happened now? What just happened? Oh, you saw what just happened. And the difference between Brees Hall and a Walker is that you have one that has more experience catching the ball out of, out of the backfield than the other. One lacks in catching the football while the other excels in catching the football. Well, who do you who would you grab? They both run four threes. You have one that can run right through you as well. You have one that is more elusive than the other. But Brees Hall is, is pretty damn elusive himself. So let's go. We're back to the draft. So Brees Hall in the first, Tariq Wool in the second. Going back to the picks. What's available? So do we go linebacker? Are we good? Are we good with having the likes of Edmonds brought back. This draft is going to tell us everything. Now, the one thing that we we want and sometimes we lack is that long speed. Now, Calvin Austin is a name that I've been seeing often. And anytime that I bring up the name, and I'm 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 here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to bring up to you guys. When I bring up the name Roscoe Parrish, what's the what's the what's you know I mean, let me let me do it with you guys. Let me let me do something for you, man. Let me do something for you. Let me, I gotta, I gotta bring this up for you. So when I bring up, when I bring up two words and I, and, and I need you to give me the two words that come up to you when I bring this up. Roscoe Parrish. What, what, what comes to your mind? Because when I look at Austin, I think it reminds me when I'm watching his game and I'm watching how quick he is out of breaks, 
his smaller frame reminds me of Roscoe Parrish. And a lot of Bills fans loved Roscoe Parrish when Roscoe Parrish was with us. So are you good with a Roscoe Parrish in the third? And that's what I'm looking for, right? Namdi says, yo, fast end was destroyed. The Miami game was, he got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> good punt returner, speed, you know what I'm saying? In and out of breaks, can, is quick, can yak it. So Ro- Roscoe Parrish could be that dude. Could it be, could it be Austin? Who knows? So I'm looking at the receiver position, and I know that our guy, Bean, wants to get some speed. He wants speed in that position. Well, Calvin Austin definitely clicks that, that uh, he, he checks that box, if you will. Do we wait to go with Taekwon? That you know gives you full speed? But for this, for the, for, for this assignment, I'm going to go with Calvin. Now, here we are. Our picks looking right now. Brees Hall, we keep the fastball going with Brees Hall, and we bring speed at the receiver position in Calvin Austin. And we, and we attack the cornerback position with Tariq Wool. If Brandon Bean came out with a draft like this, I'm like, all right. I'm thinking I'm not mad at it. I ain't mad at it. But I'm just, I'm just saying. So now let's go back to the players to see what's available. So now I'm looking at this whole squad right now. Let me go to my top 50. So now potentially we, we need a linebacker. So let's go to the linebacker position. What is available in the fourth? I've been hearing some good things by this, this Wisconsin linebacker, Sanborn. And I'm scrolling down. So a lot of the, a lot of the bigger names have, are gone at linebacker. So I don't know. See, this is where I need to do my research on some of these cats. So let me go top 50 to see what's available. You got Alante Taylor. We can double dip back in cornerback spot. You got Taylor Britt. We can bring Taylor Britt back. We can go on the line and go for edge. We can go safety with Nick Cross. And you know what? I'm not mad at that right pick. Actually, let me see what y'all think. You go safety with Pitt with Nick Cross or what? Somebody says, so we stole Stevenson away? I mean, Stevenson really didn't show us anything. Did he show you something? And don't act like he did. Do not sit there and act like he showed you something. We just throwing him away. He's competing is what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, nothing's given. My man Bobby said, yo, Stevenson is a wrench. I don't know what that means, but I don't think it looks, it sounds good. It definitely doesn't sound good. Nick Cross to me is good value. I agree. So to me, I'm grabbing Nick Cross, safety, out of Maryland. Boom. So now. I've been, for some reason, now we're, we're looking at the fifth pick right now. And I don't know about y'all, but I've been seeing a lot of people. Let me see if I can find this, this in particular player. And maybe this player is gone already. And I got I to gotta go back. And I can't believe I'm seeing this. Let me go to the pick history. Because I've been seeing this punter chosen early. This is Matt Azaria. 
There's no way somebody picked him in the fourth round. There can't be. There's there's freaking no way. If somebody picked this guy in the fourth round, I'm yo, that's bananas to me. No, nah, there's no way. I don't think I saw it. So he's probably still available somewhere. But my goodness, when I keep seeing that the puncher got picked in the fourth, like what? Are we are we really doing that? So he's still available somewhere. So here we are. Fifth pick. Inside, I mean, an interior lineman would be nice. Donovan West, I've been seeing a lot of good things about Donovan West. Um, the Citizen uh, Smith, I've been seeing some good things about. And this, this Cameron Juergens guy, I've been seeing some good things. So let's let's go with this Juergens cat from Nebraska. Them, them country folks are usually big boys out there. I'm going to sit there and pick that. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. I mean, most people would sit there and pick the punter, but I don't see the punter. There's, there's Jake Carmada. And as far as it goes, I mean, Matt, you can pick Matt Azari somewhere, but hey, I, I ain't going go front right now. So right now, here's my picks. The first five picks. Brees Hall, Tariq Woolen, Calvin Austin, Nick Cross, Cam Jurgens. right? Your fifth rounders are usually guys that are depth and fighting for a spot and, and seeing what you can do with that. We'll see how that plays out. But I'm going to keep it at that. To me, that's not a bad draft. That's not a bad draft. I mean, if you want to see, I mean, Bobby just asked what's available at tight end. Let's go right back to it. What is available at tight end? I would have liked to grab uh, Jelani Woods, but he wasn't available. So tight end, we got James Mitchell, Derek Deese, Austin Allen, Chase Allen. Uh, Here's where you guys come in in the chat because I am not familiar with these tight ends. So for those that are familiar with these tight ends, speak up right now. Somebody said Stonehouse. I'm not, who, I'm not sure who Stonehouse is. Ronald Wrigley. Stonehouse. Oh, Stout. You're talking about, you're talking about Stout the, the punter. Stout the punter. We'll see how that plays out. But yeah, uh, this is what we're looking at in terms of tight end. These are your choices. So if you see someone that you're like, yo, have you heard of this guy? Yo, he'd be nice on this squad. Well, let me know. Let me know. Let's go to defensive. Let's go to actually, let's go to the top 50. Top 50 right now. You've got Thomas Booker as your, as your top rated defensive line. Sincere McCormick. We don't need running back anymore. We good. Malcolm Rodriguez Rodriguez as a linebacker. We don't need any quarterback. We got ourselves an old offensive line. We probably could double dip in there. I wouldn't mind double dipping back in at cornerback. But here's where we are. So right now, I don't know enough for me. I'm just going to, I'll be just choosing first. I mean, the next best player available. There's Jake Carmada again. Let me just grab a punter just, just cause right now. I mean, obviously I wouldn't grab him here, but just, just for the sake of, I got, I got myself a punter in the sixth freaking round. So here we are. So I'm I'm going to stop it right there. So there, there's your, there's our picks for for now. What we grab: Jake Carmada in the sixth, Cam Jurgens, Nick Cross, Calvin Austin with some speed, Tariq Woolen with some speed and some size, and then you got Brees Hall as your bell cow back. Let's go. I feel good about that. I feel good. I'm not mad at it. So we'll see how this plays out. Like I said, we don't know shit. <laughs> so this might be the very move that that Brandon Bean does. And we sit here like, yo, we remember that when Rico did. 
but it could be completely freaking off. We just never know. We will just never know. Now, before I get out of here, I'm going to try to find this, uh, this clip for y'all about the gamesmanship and how this, this game is just such an interesting game because guys come in and, and sometimes, and, I, and forgive me, I got to try to find the right clip, but like this is, this is the week, this week and next week, we're going to start to see a lot of information come out, right? Whether true or not true. They might just say the Bills are very interested in Brees Hall. It might be bullshit. They might not even be close to interested in that. But we try to make other teams feel that we are interested in that so we make them jump. Or they might even ask us, hey, or ask a team that's interested in to, to leapfrog us, right? And it allows us to kind of do some things that we, we really wanted to do, right? So let me just find this clip for y'all and see if I can play it for you guys. Forgive me while I try to find the right one. Understand, you know, in the top 10, uh, if you're drafting in the top 10, you're coming away, you would like to come away with a day one starter, a guy who's going to make an impact. But if you're in the bottom half of the draft, um, your team was very successful last year. Maybe you made the playoffs. The Bills. Year, you're coming back. And now you got to really let the board kind of fall to you. How do you how do you go about balancing trying to draft for need? But also understanding that best player available sometimes can can lead to even higher ground. Um, maybe the guy that you wanted to get for that position, that need based position, that that player just isn't there. Um, and, and what do you so do? How do you balance this need based selection versus best player available? Well, first of all, we'll start the way I was brought up is your first three round players, unless they're a quarterback. They need to be contributing first rounder. They got to contribute first year, second rounder, either start or contribute majorly second rounder. You have to be in that rotation as a backup where you're playing and third rounder. You got to be at least special teams and, and contributing. You need to get contribution from those first three round guys right off the, right off the bat. All right. Would you guys, would you guys agree with that? Your first rounder? Immediately, you got to be on the field right away. A, a cornerback is that cornerback going to be on the field right away? Does that mean you just throw? I mean, I wouldn't say throw away, but do you just dismiss Dane Jackson and throw in that corner right away? Now, I mean, we're we're in the business of winning, so it is what it is. But I really think they like Dane Jackson. That's just my opinion, right? So, what other positions are out there? Receiver contributing right away? Is he, you're just going to put him over Gabe Davis? You're going to put him over Jameson Crowder right away? Stefan Diggs? No, not right away. It's not going to happen, at least in my opinion. Right? Tight end. Dawson Knox has entrenched himself as the, as the number one tight end on the team. You're not drafting a, a tight end in the first round, right? Guard, you just brought in Saffold. You got Ryan Bates. You just paid Ryan Bates a lot of money. You draft a guard. That guard's probably going to be, probably most likely going to be sitting. So, on the offensive side of the ball, the one position that you can draft in the first round would be RB that could contribute right away. And then second and third goes on, right? But that's not the clip I wanted to play y'all. That was an interesting clip. To the Monday morning edition of the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Want to know your thoughts about um, prospective uh, players to be taken in the 2022 draft? And what is it like when they're... Um, visiting another team. I remember when the Cincinnati Bengals had a player that 
came in, uh, Patrick Willis. Remember when he came out of Ole Miss? He ended up being yep. taken by the 49ers. The Bengals wanted to get to know him. They were looking for an inside linebacker. I remember Marvin Lewis was the head coach at the time. And I remember, uh, you know, I went to dinner. I was at the dinner when he was brought in. And, man, getting to know him was just wonderful. I was like, if you guys could get this player, I mean, he, he's mm-hmm. a game changer. And then I remember Marvin said, oh, he won't be around when we come on the client. There's no way. Then he also, San Francisco has a great career. He's one of the players that I don't know if we remember just how good he was because he played for maybe a short period of time. Then he just walked away from the game. He so they're talking about Patrick Willis, right? And, game, but he and certain teams are looking at this player and you're like, oh, we're not going to get that guy. He's going to. And sometimes you got to get the guy that you want. Right. And and sometimes you're you're a team that's not in the position to grab that guy. Right. Um, now, the, I think this is the clip that I wanted Sort of talk to you real quick about, you know, the purpose of 32 visits Boom. during the uh, 30, I should say, 30 visits, the pre-draft college visits. Um, what is to be gained from these visits by the team? And in what way can the player grow from that process? So I found this very interesting. So this is a, a GM talking about the the ways that uh, teams, why teams bring in the 30-man visit, what the purpose is of it. So check this out. I think it's pretty neat. Uh, it's It's beneficial all the way around. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that teams can get. Definitely the players can help their draft stock. And there's also some disinformation you can put out there. So in, in our experience and what I've, when I was with Pittsburgh and with Buffalo, you would bring out of the 30, you would probably bring 10 to 12 of your top rated guys in for more information. And we're talking about, okay, is there anything medically that we want to recheck? Let's get them on the board and let's see, delve deep deeper into their football knowledge or their recall. And then lastly, the character aspect of it. What are we, what is he, this player bringing to our locker room? Then we would usually take around 10 players that are five to 10 players to throw the media and other teams off, especially in the top. So if you're drafting the top 10, you may bring in a couple guys that you're not really thinking about, but to get other teams to think about. And then lastly, you're also looking at not only in this draft, but getting information. So four to five years down the road, when they become free agents, you've done that work. You have that due diligence. You know about this guy and what he will bring, not only on the football field, but into your locker room. And Tell me that doesn't sound like Brandon Bean to you. Brandon, brings, uh, Brandon Bean brings information, gets, gets guys in, brings information in, and... You know what I'm saying? If I get to if I get to draft you, great. But I'm gonna keep my books on you. I'm gonna keep all the information I need on you. So down the line, we might be looking your way, right? Look at all the Panthers players that ended up coming over here, right? Because they they drafted them, or at, at least they drafted them, or they knew about these players, right? So these are very interesting things to interesting nuggets. Uh, listening to these GMs, former us, GMs, talk when about. We got to when I was in Buffalo. We started thinking about it this way. We'd have dinners. So the night, usually the, the, their schedule is if they're not coming from another team or if you can get them in early enough, you get them in for a dinner the night before and then the next day they go into the office. So our rule was the dinner night before, no football talk. Let's talk about everything 
but football. And then what we, every once in a while I would do is I'd have the wait, wait staff mess up a guy's order, see how they respond, see how wow. they treat the wait staff, you know? <laughs> then what we'd also do is we'd have everybody gets 10 minutes on the Pandora station, your favorite Pandora station. So you get to see what music they like. But also for me, I got turned on to a lot of music that I didn't know I liked. So that, so you really get to know that that person. And I'll tell you, the one year, it was in 2016 draft. We had probably five or six Ohio State guys because the way the schedule worked, we got them all in at once. It was Taylor Decker, Vaughn Bell, Eli Apple, Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott. And to see those guys interact we, I found out who the true leader of that Ohio State team was, and it was Von Bell. Because anytime we talked about anything, they'd all look to Von first. And Von would answer, <laughs> and then they would go. So these are the type of things that you can yeah. get out of these 30 visits. So they're very, very useful and impactful. And then lastly, we would save probably five to seven spots for guys that didn't go to the combine that we would bring in that we want to get physicals on uh, from our own people and then also start the recruiting process. So if we don't draft them in the sixth, seventh round, we've already started that, got that leg up to sign them as college free agents. So there's a lot of information. I think these 30 visits are very valuable. I Interesting. Super interesting. So if one GM Kind of, I mean, and and these GMs don't just think of that right off the bat. They've learned it from another GM that that GM learned it from another GM, and it's done around the league. And that was one GM. So then I was listening to, I think it was the former Bucks GM. I can't remember who, Dominic. I think his name was, and he 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 said the same thing. We kind of do. We bring in like five, about to seven guys that we don't really have interest in them, but we're bringing them in just so the optics, so other teams can see. Oh crap. Oh, the Bills are bringing in such and such. Shoot. we Okay, so they're picking 25th. We're picking 27th. Man, we might have to leapfrog them to do whatever, right? So a lot of things happen and change things up, and, and that's what can end can probably have you getting the guy that you want because a team kind of panicked and made a move, right? So very interesting how this place this is going to play out. So the just pay attention. The next week and a half before the, week to, the draft, you're going to start hearing more things there was more to that and in that interview it was more so sometimes they'll this is from the mark dominic uh, i think it was mark dominic he said sometimes we'll leak out we have an, an a reporter that we like or a reporter that that's close to the team and we'll say hey uh don't be afraid to put this information out and uh and go from there and sometimes false information goes out there right just to kind of throw other teams off super interesting this is where it kind of gets fun um, and we got to watch what, what's true and what's not true. This is why I come back to it. We don't know ish. We don't. It's just the, it's just the way this play, the game is played here. So uh, that's it for me, folks. I hope you guys appreciated this, this, uh, this, this episode. Um, we're going to come back on Friday. And on Friday, the show is about, is about the top AFC teams that are going to pose a problem for these bills. Because this 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 is gonna be a gauntlet. It's gonna be a gauntlet. This is gonna be a tough year. If we thought last year was was somewhat of a like, oh, our our, our schedule is gonna be, eh. this schedule is a tough one. We play some really good teams, so we gotta make sure that we get our ish together. 
take care of business and just make the playoffs. That's what we got to do. Get into the dance. Because once you get in the dance, anything is possible. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have yourself a great night. Don't forget, we've got a very fearsome four. In the name, in the word of Ronald Wrigler, the ferocious four. I like that. The ferocious four that we have is pretty damn solid, folks. And that being said, Josh Allen Diggs, Trey White, Von Miller coming to your front door. And you know what else can come to your front door? Jump in on the Josh Stefan Tredavious Von BFFanshop.com. If you want a discount, I'm going to tell you that right now. The Rico Report. Jump in there. You put that Rico Report in there. My gift to you. Percentage off. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your night. Enjoy the rest of the evening. And we will catch you again on the flip side on Friday. And on by Friday, we are going to be less than one week to the draft. There's going to be information coming out. So... Listen, be careful what you believe, baby. <laughs> be careful what you believe. That being said, you guys enjoy the rest of the night. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Let's go. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.